Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Uh, Welcome, Path Folk, to the Find the Path Adventures actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> Again, this, this room looks suspiciously toilet bowl-like, and it is uneasy. It makes me uneasy. Mm. Why? Are you afraid of getting flushed? It's not the <laughs> giant dead snake at the bottom that makes you oh, uneasy, right. because that's that. what's making me uneasy. <laughs> so... I bet you're wondering how we got here. <laughs> I am, in fact. I am definitely wondering how we got here. When last we left our heroes, the Silver Ravens, having made their way down beneath the ruins of the Lucky Bones, the gambling establishment that had once housed the Thieves' Guild known as the Gray Spiders, which were destroyed by the Order of the Torrent, the party had decided to make this their new base of operations that eventually been the plan. It's very spacious. It is very spacious. You are, uh, you are in room uh, 13. So, wow. so far, pretty spacious. So much room for activities. It's true. Way larger than the wasp nest. Um, just as a spider. A little bit worse than a, a dire corby infestation down here. Yeah, a little no, bit, a, yeah. It, it's a lot worse than a dire corby. And uh, weren't there crocodiles as well? There was uh, an albino crocodile that yeah. Nicola yes. wrestled. That tried to Somebody kill Vittoria. Somebody may have <laughs> wrestled it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The party had con come down here, battled against the cult of Mahat Hala, and successfully defeated them, rescuing Finio and Angus, the children of the Shellets, and returned them back to their family before returning back here and uh, breaking the sill, as it were, on the uh, the door that had been uh, placed whenever the Knights of the uh, Order of the Torrent had been down here previously, mm -hmm. uh, blessed by the uh, the Church of Phrasma. Strange bedfellows, but when you're dealing with uh, potentially angry spirits, always a useful yeah, one. Yeah, makes sense. True, true. You had then stepped inside and uh, had met with a ghost. Laura Lou. Yeah, Laura Lou. Our new best friend. Yep. For some of you. Uh, whom you had learned had been one of the three guild masters of the Gray mm -hmm. Spiders. And apparently had died down here. And They then, were all uh, co-chairs of the committee. Uh, she seemed to have been probably in charge of the gambling side, less of the uh, and kidnapping the, basically side. Basically the front. Uh, her last wish is so mm. sad. Her last wish is just, I want to see the sun again. Devastating. I That's mean, sad. think about how long she's been down here and yeah. makes sense you'd played a little game with her um mm -hmm. much more fun i must confess when lives are on the line <laughs> i found the opposite to be true <laughs> but fair enough it, it was one of those moments where i'm sitting there the whole time going there's a 50 percent chance this goes bad these are terrible odds mm -hmm. i really wanted to quote the mummy you know i only gamble with my life never my money but yeah. it was the opposite we of what Victoria thought. Yeah, you're gambling with your lives. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It was the opposite yeah. of what Victoria thought. So I was like, I can't fit it in. <laughs> Funny enough, I did try to find a uh, a mod or something on Foundry where I could replicate a game of blackjack. Because hmm. it's like, honestly, I think a blackjack game would be a little bit more interesting than the odds well, and evens. Or I thought about sure. having it be like uh, challenges you to a couple different games. Like you could play darts where she's using like her mm. ghost mm. type throwing cards. Throw. Yeah. Uh. But then it seems unfair. Can we play Texas Hold'em? <laughs> yes, Texas Hold'em. There we go. Oh, my That's God. The first time we'd have to explain what Texas Hold'em is. I'm <laughs> not even positive how many of our listeners would know what that is. I don't even know how to play normal poker, much mm. less throwing in variant rules. I'm oh, not great at poker, but yeah. I, I could play. I have played Yakuza, though, which has a poker mini game, and therefore <laughs> I play I poker. I can play poker not well. Yeah, I'm not good at it. She challenges you to a game of Mahjong. Would you like to play Magic the Gathering instead? Ooh. Yes, <laughs> let's go. Oh, man, everybody sure. whip out your your real-life decks. We're whip playing Magic. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I can provide several. So. I was, was going to say, Ross has to provide them because none of the rest of us play. <laughs> Ross could uh, Ross could upload the Magic the Gathering cards that he's made for the characters in Ooh. War for the Crown. And then, oh, yeah. man, yeah. nice. 
Yeah, for all of our games. I think actually. I was going to say I think you made them for Hell's Rebels as well. Mm-hmm. It'd be very weird though. Yeah. But anyway. You had then uh, played against uh, Laura Lou, had learned a little bit about what's been going on down here, at the very least that uh, she's not the only unliving thing down here. Mm-hmm. Although there had been some implications of uh, what potentially fouler things mm-hmm. deeper. You then pressed on from there. And uh, again, so far, you've only actually explored uh, two rooms that you'd found dead bodies in hookahs in, and then her room, and then had gone uh, down the hallway and taken a left. And we'd actually left off to recap this chamber. You find yourself in an oval-shaped chamber, dominated by a 20-foot deep pit, with narrow ledges only two feet wide and slanted at the sides towards the pit, running along its edges. Two rusty iron winches sit on both the side you're on as well as the far side of the room, connected by a length of sagging, moldy rope that hangs over the pit. Thick growths of pale yellow fungus grow in the pit, amidst the bones of what appears to be a long, dead, giant snake. The fungus has reached the central portion of the uh, southern edge. On the far side of this, you can see another set of double doors exiting deeper into the complex. I believe uh, you've pulled up short as Niccolo and Lucia stand at the fore, Adrian Vittoria behind them, Cesare pulling up the rear, having had his uh, hearing restored since uh, the previous episode. Mm. I believe I made the joke at the time, so Heather no longer will hit that 20% mischance of uh, spell failure 60% of the time. Yes. Shut up. Is the fungus weird? Or is it just yeah. like fungus? I mean, it's yellow, so that's already weird. I guess anyone that wants to do a, uh, a recall may do so for uh, your nature check. Can you sure. assurance recall knowledge? Uh, yeah, mechanically speaking, yes, you can use assurance for recall knowledge. Cool. Then I will assurance nature for 20. Okay. That's a bit strange. Mm. The mold on the wall at the bottom of the pit is, it's in a pattern. Mm. Eh? I don't think that mold typically grows in a pattern. What's the pattern? What is the pattern? It's very difficult to see from here. You can just tell that it looks odd. Technically speaking, that odd only tells you to look at something. So (laughs) We need to be careful. It's yellow mold. If you touch it, it launches clouds of poisonous spores that can prove fatal. Ugh, great. Great. Uh, technically speaking, while um, Vittoria and Adria didn't recognize it immediately as yellow mold, you are aware of what yellow mold is. Great. Well, uh, so how are we supposed to get across then? Don't fall in the pit. Yeah, walk across the lip and be careful. I mean, we could always try to see if there's another way around and save this room for later. I mean, we do have these two doors right here. It can be destroyed by fire, though it often causes a spore explosion. Mm. Don't like the sound of that. I think we'd rather not risk that. On the other hand, we are eventually going to have to get rid of this stuff, right? Yes, but I think best when we're more equipped for it. Uh, So the good news, bad news, as far as probably Cesare's concerned. Good news is, yeah, you could feasibly even use a cantrip if you cast it enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mind you, with how large this is, you're looking at probably needing to do like over 50 points of damage of fire mm. to eventually be able to destroy all of this. The bad news side of this is, well, the good news side of it is it is not a huge explosion of spores. Unfortunately, the bad news of it is, is because you'd have to fire over the lip of this, you would have to be close enough to be in the radius of the spores if you were hitting it with a cantrip. Yeah. If you had like a fireball or something, you could hang out in the hallway and detonate a fireball in there. I do you have know? a fireball, but I don't have one memorized because underwater combat might be a thing. So Yeah. Well, and even then, you're not sure if one fireball would do it. I gotta say, it doesn't sound like the worst idea just to go through one of these other doors. That's what I'm saying. 
If someone was extremely careful and patient, they could remove it, but I'm not that skilled. Mm. I don't yeah. think I'm particularly that patient. Is anybody an expert in survival? Uh, <laughs> heck no. Uh. Expert, no. Trained, yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, nope, nope, no. Nope, nope. Yeah. So we haven't actually touched on this much before. 70 episodes in and still uh, bringing up <laughs> new things to the audience. So this is an environmental hazard. Mm. Uh, this works differently than a trap. Technically speaking, Trap Spotter doesn't even let you actually spot this. Mm -hmm. And much as uh, you can disable device to disable traps, feasibly someone could use survival to disable this hazard. Um, however, as Heather was saying, you would have to be an expert in survival to be able yeah. to make that check. Yeah. But I assume if you use survival to remove it, it doesn't actually carry the risk of exploding everywhere. Correct. You can safely remove it without triggering the mold. Mm -hmm. So you're like well, a biohazard nice. cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> we can certainly go through the other doors, but you all know that our luck means we're going to have to go through here eventually, right? Probably. Yeah, sure, but I'd prefer <laughs> to not be poisoned going through other stuff. Yeah, I think we could save this pot for last. Watch these be like three foot deep little like walk-in closets and it's like well that was fine it was <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's gonna be like, oh, okay. i mean we'll try the uh, the doors uh i suppose to our right now at this point it's another room with a pit in the middle and yellow vault <laughs> oh god take your pick it's a literal pick your poison yeah mm -hmm. okay also i'm gonna give a little apology here uh -oh. hmm. sorry i just uh i just noticed the note that i have down here uh -oh. Oh, no. not for you guys it's for me Mm. Well, I don't know if that's good uh, or bad. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a very neutral thing. So, doing a little reading, following up on a couple of things. Uh, technically, it's because I actually pulled up something in um, Archives of Nethys, because I was looking over a couple of things. And All then right. uh, I noticed that it links into a Pathfinder Society clarification, which actually links to an FAQ. My God. Okay. Uh, this FAQ oh, specifically Lord. applies okay. to a certain ability that Vittoria has, which is, that's odd. So according okay. to the Pathfinder Society note here, the clarification of That's Odd is that the GM should provide a character with the That's Odd Investigator Feet Hint whenever the character enters a room with hidden aspects, specifically with regard to hidden passages, creatures or hazards, or valuables. Do you mean I should have known about all the secret doors? So technically speaking, because you have That's Odd, I actually have to send you a That's Odd every time you enter a room with a secret door. Oh, oh my! Uh, uh, so right. apparently, that's what is actually a much stronger than I initially anticipated. Wow! To be. Yeah, that's um, it does state that <laughs> state the GM does not need to provide clues for rooms that have no significant secrets or hidden features. These clues should indicate only that the character should investigate a given section of the room, not let them automatically uncover the hidden element or provide any additional information beyond signaling that they should make a seek check. Mm. Okay, that's fine. I like that I should know about all these secret doors. Yeah. <laughs> well, or what some sort of secret. <laughs> well, huh. I think I may have found a third door. Uh, there's something third strange one? about the wall of the hallway. All right. Or I, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> all right. Huh. You may make a perception so, roll if you so choose. All right. Perception. Seek and ye shall may be fine. That ability Hopefully. is way better than I actually initially thought mm. it was. I thought it was pretty good, but that's actually very good. Yeah, yeah, true. Especially if we're doing any investigative stuff. That was, wow. Man, that is so. a killer one for dungeon crawling. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> it also detects hazards. Mm. Yeah. That, wow. Although not specifically traps. And you still no. have to actually reach the proficiency level for the hazard to be able to recognize it. Oh, okay. So there is a limit to it. Cause I was gonna yeah. say, I was like, man, that's intense. So for instance, um, quicksand actually requires that you be 
at least trained in survival to make the check to recognize uh, quicksand. Ah, okay. Ah. So if you're not trained, you actually have no hope of recognizing go, huh, it. That yeah. sounds weird. Actually, the yellow mold requires that you be an expert to actually just spot it. Mm. And see hmm. that it's different than regular. It'd be an expert in perception to be able to just spot it and not just go, <laughs> okay, it's just mold. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing. There's something odd about this wall, but I, I can't seem to find a release or anything. Does someone else mm. want to have a look? Uh, sure. Yeah, feasibly anyone that wants to go over there and all of you start Scooby-Dooing it, just rubbing yes. your arms on the walls like, eh? Okay, if you say so, we'll trust you. We're <laughs> rubbing all the walls. Oh no, mold! Ah! <laughs> it was a triple <laughs> the door and it's just like a, you know, it's a giant Basideron or something. Oh no. No. Hmm. I roll. I rolled for Raven too, since she can jump down on the ground and, like, you know, maybe the release is cat level. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to make a hidden release, you got to put it mm. where somebody wouldn't look, right? So it's either at the top or the bottom. But yeah, you all go over there and begin to spend the next minute or so just slightly tapping on the wall, like <laughs> yep. something. Maybe. Hey, I think there is something here. Start fumbling with what I think seems to be some sort of lever or something. I don't think it's a trap. I think it's a release of some kind. Oh, good. After a second. Not trapped. Pull it. Pull the lever, Niccolo. Bop it. Pull it. <laughs> then Reverse I get it. And then we all go down the 30 slide. Feet backwards <laughs> into, the, into the toilet. <laughs> After a second, you find this release. You pull it. The wall section pops in. And then much almost identical to the sliding wall section that you'd found one of the doors for in Maggie's room. You can easily push on this and slide it to the side, revealing a unadorned, a very Spartan hallway, very long, stretching ahead into uh, what would be for anyone else into the darkness. However, with your unlimited dark vision, because, you know, <laughs> second edition tieflings. <laughs> hey, I had to take a feat for that. That is true. You can see where it stretches ahead for some, maybe you think 30 feet or so. Hmm. Well spotted, Victoria. Looks like this is a maybe back hallway or something for staff. Uh, there's a lot of release switches. I think a couple go into some of the rooms we've already been into. I have a feeling that we've probably missed quite a few. We should keep an eye out as we exit as well. Sure. I think there might be more. We found the uh, the behind the scenes Disneyland like underground <laughs> tunnels. <laughs> uh, it goes about maybe. 30 feet and then goes up to the left so goes in the direction of the doors we haven't opened yet. Okay. Do we want to explore this first or? Sure. I mean, I, I think we should. Better All than right. spores. It's also going to be surprising if we come in through those doors so maybe we'll get a bit of an advantage. I mean, any game is better than spore, but <laughs> uh, oh, spore. take that, spore. <laughs> spore had a lot of potential. <laughs> it so really it's punching down. I feel like you might be punching down. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wasn't fair. <laughs> But I suppose queuing up, moving in, you do notice off towards your left and right hand side as you make your way through, you can see that again, there are secret doors, basically releases here. Each one of these also has a small retractable eye slit. Oh God, oh. for peeping. Mm, it's wow. very oh, small probably... and narrow. Um, however, they are open. You can only imagine that they're difficult to see from the other side and can be closed completely. Hmm. Although you can only see a fraction of the room on the other side. Hmm. I imagine this is probably the, how they kept an eye on their patrons. Huh. Guess so. 
Uh, I'll also give it to Niccolo that you're fairly certain that the door off towards the right-hand side, the first one that you reach, uh, there's one off towards the right and there's one off towards the left of these secret doors. The one off towards the right would lead into the chamber where you'd found uh, the first hookah room that you'd found uh, when you'd made your mm. way down towards the ghost. Yeah, it's one of the hookah rooms. I suppose we should use standard operating procedure and open doors as we come to them. Sounds like a plan to me. Let's do it. All right. Everybody raise your weapons. <laughs> so I guess open the door to the left next. Although I guess if the I can peek room. into it real quick, I might yeah, as well. You can, yeah, I was going to say, you can actually peek into the rooms. That's actually really nice. Yeah, you can peek into it. You can very quietly open it if you wanted to make a stealth check. Sure, why not? Creek. Worst Stealthy. secret door ever. <laughs> I mean, I can be as stealthy as I want. If it's not oiled, it's not oiled. <laughs> yeah. That's why you memorize grease. Not for the combat, but for the doors. Cesare makes a mental note to find the secret door in whatever room's going to end up being where he stays and put a bookcase in front of it. (laughs) (laughs) Not where I thought that was going, but good. Uh, But then don't you know that it'll just just adhere to the the door and swing (laughs) out with it. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Well, this looks like to be a very big room. I suppose it's where the some sort of dormitory, maybe? There's a lot of beds in there. Actually, here, I'll just, that'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've made Ross nervous now. I am very <laughs> nervous now. He just He's just whispering to you, make a reflex save. <laughs> ah, fiddlesticks. Little did you know, the eye holes are trapped. No. <laughs> trapped with the contact poison. Ooh, that would uh, be so mean. Oh my that would gosh. be really awful. I wasn't thinking contact poison. I was thinking from, uh, oh my God, this is going to age me, uh, from the Phantom do you guys remember oh, that God. movie where the guy is like, oh, I need you to look at this microscope, but when you turn it, little blades come out? That's so silly. Am I, am I the only Wait, one that watched this the movie? No, I watched it. I watched the I movie. I thought some superhero movie thing with a purple it is outfit a superhero where he has movie. a ring. That's okay, it. That's all right. it. I, I don't remember that specific part, but when you said The Phantom, <laughs> I have seen that movie, apparently. It used to be a radio drama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it looks like there's maybe a seven-foot-high room in here. Big, maybe... 50, 60 feet across. There's a bunch of columns maybe making up several alcoves. I can't make out all of them from here, but uh, there's a curtain dividing the room in half. It's kind of moldy at this point, so I don't think it's going to be doing much in the way of protecting your privacy. Moldy as in yellow mold or just regular mold? I can't tell the difference. <laughs> Nicola's like, I'm using dark vision. <laughs> Technically, everything's gray. <laughs> Put a little light up next to your eye slits. Yeah, but there's a luxurious divan there um, next to a stool. The low table supporting, well, a uh, grimy looking hookah. Apparently, they really like them here. Huh. I mean, sure. But uh, that seems to be. I mean, again, I can't make out the full room, but that seems to be mostly what it is. Some sort of just big dorm area or maybe like a hostel or something. Could be for the employees. Could be. Or could be for people that uh, played too much and had to stay the night. Either way, do we want to check it out first? Looks like a big room. Sure, I guess so. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's anything in there, right? Not that I could tell. Nothing immediately tried to kill me. It's a hookah golem. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's an animated oh, no. object. Sprays pesh fumes at you. <laughs> it's a, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's a it's a fog cloud of just a uh, pesh. <laughs> it's just like an alchemical golem, except for with drugs. Yeah, yeah. damage resistance from non-lawful sources. Um, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to open the door, you can. Sure, let's open right, it. Prepare ourselves. 
Niccolo, you open the door again, uh, revealing again a, a large chamber beyond. I suppose uh, duck your way into the room. Mm-hmm. You find it curious. Again, as there's almost these uh, fainting couches on either side divided by this bar that runs, uh, kind of separating them into these little sleeping room, these little almost dormitory areas. All right. As you begin to look about the room, stepping forward, um, the rest of you beginning to pile in as he moves into the room. The couch animates and tries to kill you. It's not Yes, I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Yes. (laughs) We were looking at the wrong thing. You can see pillows cover the floor of this room. The entirety of this place gives you a feeling somewhat akin to a, for lack of a better term, a mausoleum or a crypt. Uh, Because again, the ceiling in this room is only seven feet high. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty low. The chamber has this almost claustrophobic air. And as Lucia steps in behind you and begins to bring light into the room, you can tell that everything in here is stained faintly. Mm. For any of those, you know, not even uh, illicit drug related, but people that uh, have gone to people's houses where they smoke. Mm. And, you know, all the the walls are slightly discolored. Ah, yeah. Mm. Even after 70 years, as you step in here, there is this fragrant smell of which uh, Niklo probably isn't aware enough um, of the... I actually don't know how aware of uh, the smell of pesh, but it seems to be probably not almost that baked into this place. Straighting forward, you can find that it is a uh, an exceptionally large room. Uh, Niklo, as you step fully forward, you can see, uh, well, you're on the other side of those double doors from the main hallway. Hey! As they stand off uh, right. just around the corner from where you've just opened that. Jeez. It looks like some sort of panic happened here. As in many of the, the hookahs themselves have been broken, toppled over, shattered, glass covers the floor in places. The discoloration from blood spray still sits on the wall, though it's no longer, you know, a brilliant red or even actually physically there anymore as the blood itself, over the course of 70 years, has dissipated entirely. And it's only really noticeable where it's discolored the painted murals on the walls. Uh, the murals on all these walls are, you can only use the term psychedelic. It hasn't been 70 years. It's been like 40. It's been a, it's been a good long time. The murals on the walls are impressionistic. It's difficult <laughs> mm. to find an exact word for them, but do seem to have numerous repeating motifs of great desert landscapes, uh, vibrant cactuses. The sky, you're not positive if it's supposed to be an off kind of ochre shade or if it's just mm. it was originally blue and time has done a number on it. This is giving me a very 60s vibe here. Yeah. Yeah. A 60s commune vibe, kind of. (laughs) However, as you step in, you note that there are three dead bodies. Mm. This room hasn't seen much exposure over the years. Um, You're going to guess it's basically been left alone. All three of these bodies appear to have been people of, you think, some wealth, judging by the quality of their clothes, or at the very least, the quality of what little of their clothes remained after the bodies went through putrefaction. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as the the rings you can still see on emaciated fingers and necklaces still hanging around mummified, shriveled flesh on skeletal remains. However, all three of them seem to have simply... It's curious because they look to have either been laying on the pillows or on the divans or uh, basically they all look like they just went to sleep. Mm. Huh. I wonder if they just... They just got really, really high and then fell asleep and passed. Should probably take a look around, see what we can figure out. I mean, we weren't told that there are any ghosts here or anything, so should be fine. Let's hope so. 
I have a theory. Oh, do share. I think there are definitely more hidden passages. The walls in the alcoves look strange, just like the one we passed through. I wonder if there's another hallway behind it. Interesting. Or maybe the hallway loops around this entire room. Either way. It's possible. Going to take a closer look. Before you can take a closer oh, look. Oh, no. Danger! <laughs> now, don't be hasty. <laughs> All of you step more fully into the room. Take a couple of seconds. Vittoria shares this uh, belief that there might be additional uh, secret passages leading in or out of this place. As you step fully into the room, that smell, that aromatic stench mm. seems to amplify. Cesare has flashbacks to when he was a party noble kid. <laughs> Back in my college days. Mm. However, as it does so, from each of the three emaciated forms, you see a faint haze uh -oh. of an almost uh -oh. off greenish smoke before these ghostly, vaguely humanoid shapes rise up from the ruined remnants of men. Oh, these gods. ghostly, emaciated figures, mouths hanging agape in what looks to be an almost endless howl, judging by the way that their mouths are so distended. It's abnormally long arms draping back, almost as if they are tendrils of smoke reaching out from inside of the rib cage of each one of these bodies mm. as they begin to hover up, turning their horrid red-eyed visage huh. towards all of you mm. and beginning to reach out in a combination of violence and desperation. Ah, oh, great. That's a great combination. And uh, you know what? Let's go ahead and just uh, let's get some initiative from the party, yeah. shall we? Uh. All right. Uh. Sure. Get back into things. Cue up a little sirenscape here. Sirenscape. Don't do drugs. <laughs> do a quick round table here. Oh, Jessica, what do we get for Adria? Adria rolls a nat 20 for a 34. Very nice. 34, very nice. nice. She's very ready. All right. I never trusted these bodies. Yep. Last time Jordan. we saw bodies, there were ghosts. And guess what? <laughs> sure. There might be a theme. Uh, Jordan, what do we get for Lucia? <laughs> Lucia rolls a 14 for a 24. All right. Heather, what do we get for Cesare? Uh, Cesare rolls a 17 for a 28. Okay. Nice. Very nice. And Rachel, what do we get for Vittoria? Uh, Vittoria got an 11 for a 23. All right. And Ross, what do we get for Nicolo? Uh, Nicolo got a mighty six for a 17. All oh, right. I was just about to say how, man, we all did really well. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> there's, always some, there's always one of us that rolls poorly. Yeah. It's usually me. Sure. It's true. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and begin the encounter, and uh, and one of these poor wretched souls gets first initiative. Oh God! Oh, oh no! Souls. That means they built Adri they beat Adria's perfect twenty. Yeah, they beat my thirty-four that's... for sure. Ooh, that's, that's not good. I'm not loving it, is what I'll say. Let's go ahead and launch you into action. What are you going to do? My God, what can I even do? It'll glide its way forward. Uh, out into the center of the room. Again, this emaciated, smoke-like creature with tendrils. Its arms, as stated, are abnormally long. Mm. Uh, almost the full length of its body. The better to grab like you with, here. my dear. 
Uh, it turns its already distended mouth and distends it to an inhuman level. No. Um, as if were it to have an actual anatomy, being that it appears to be a smoke-like being, it would have distended its jaw to the point of breaking it as it lets out a tormented howl of agony. Mm. Uh, let's see. That's a good old... F- ah. Oh ah. my radius. goodness. Speaking of Jeez. psychedelic... That aura is psychedelic. Far out, man. (laughs) All right. And there, I'm going to go ahead and get a will save from the party since everyone is within the 30-foot radius of this. I don't like it. Oh, no. I don't like it. Don't forget hero points. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting. (laughs) Can I get okay? All right. I rolled a 10 for a 24. And Jordan? Uh, Lucia rolled a 7 for a 17. I'm not going to hear a point it because there's probably two more of these coming up. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Heather? Cesare rolls a 10 for a 21. 21. All right. Rachel? Uh, Vittoria got a 15 for a 27. All right. And Nicola? Uh, Nicola rolled a nat one for a 12. So I think I actually Ooh. will use a hero point because... Uh, <laughs> that, that seems prudent. A nat one sounds really bad. I don't want to critically fail. So... Reroll isn't much better. I get an eight for a 19. At least it's probably not a critical failure. Yeah. All right. So Adria saves. Okay. Okay. Vittoria saves. Cesare just fails. Mm. Lucia fails. And Niclo no longer critically fails, but just fails. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Great. Adria, with your, initi- with your initiative actually being so high, you're the only person that really like spotted a lot of these creatures. You didn't see this one coming. Because uh, mm-hmm. it just sprang out of stealth, it beat your initiative. But you saw the other two. Uh, for most secret. of your companions, they were completely caught off guard by oh, this. God, mm-hmm. Vittoria, after the uh, the horrifying my melting experiences of terror that you experienced uh, just <laughs> yesterday when you fought, fought Lukula, um, you're a little terrified out at the moment. I had to, you know, free up my resolve. Uh, however, the rest of the party are frightened too. Oh, as no. this soul wrenching scream rips out of this creature. <sighs> Uh, that takes us from the creature to Adria Sila. Okay. Uh, I'm going to step... Well, I think I'm going to burn her in action to re- re- try to recall knowledge on uh, okay. it's these horrifying things. That's probably a great things. idea. Mm. It may not be my wheelhouse, but I'll try. Yeah, you may go ahead and make me a religion check. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Here we go. I'm not trained, but I do have that improvised thing that gives me half my level or whatever. They're so depressing. Oh, mm. no. I mean, they they were all buried alive down here, so I'm just imagining that everything we see is just horrific be because of what happened. Um, okay, uh, uh, these are wretch ghosts. They're, uh, they can pass through stuff, like walls. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, anything that requires having a body, like diseases and poisons and your sneaky stabby damage uh, probably ain't going to do much. Uh, so what will? We have magic weapons, right? No. Well, it's going to be real hard without magic. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, you can hit them. It's just going to be, you know, it's going to be like mm. trying to, to hit a shadow, right? Or air. Oh, God. Uh, what am I uh, Basically, you are aware and could share that um, they are resistant to all damage except for, except for force, ghost touch, or positive energy. Uh, nuts. Oh, Don't have any And double resistance against anything that is non-magical. Oh. Mm. That's unfortunate. Uh, At least they're not immune like they were in first edition. Yeah, that's true. In first edition, it would be awful. How about holy water? (laughs) I mean, holy water does uh, 
Holy water does positive damage, so yeah, they're not resistant. I got to that. one whole holy water. Hey, well, check it. Now's the time. <laughs> it's time. Oh no. Alright, that was one action. You have two actions remaining. Do I have a magic weapon? Well, I sure do. <laughs> I'm glad you do. Having said shooting them is probably not gonna work super well, I'm going to shoot one. Uh the one I can see. Okay. Alright. The one that came out and scared everyone. Yeah, it slides out of the darkness as you uh, as it screams. Oh gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, that was a plus one striking, <laughs> plus one striking hand crossbow. I'm gonna roll eh? a nat twenty. Jessica right. just did a critical giggle. She most I'm definitely so proud. Did a critical giggle. <laughs> I don't know if it was a giggle so much as a, a an exclamation. A, not not quite a cackle because it was only one sound. Anyway, now an interesting change to incorporeal is that they are immune to effects that require them to have a physical body like disease, poison, precision damage. However, they are no longer immune to critical hits. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh nice. All right. Okay. Good for us. I will kind of uh-uh damage. Uh, <laughs> 10 damage. But it is magic, so it'll only be kind of resistant. It'll only be partially resisted. And um, as my last, you know, hurrah, I'm, I'm going to cast shield. All right. <laughs> But yeah, you bring up your, uh, I believe, crossbow. You aim down the sights and shoot a bolt straight through the thing as it rips through it, uh, rips through the moldy curtain behind it and thunks into the bed. However, it does seem to almost dissipate the smoke for a second where there's like a three-inch hole in the center of it okay, that begins I'll to kind it. of flow back in. But you think you've, you think the term might be disrupted it a little ah. bit. Hmm. Okay, you got it. We can do this. Maybe. This is the person with magic. Yep. <laughs> I just shot. Oh, you don't have a magic weapon at all? No. Oh. Mm. I, I am mundane girl over here. That is that is my superpower. Is I can am you mundane. Use a, can you use a hand crossbow? The second of the creatures uh, slinks its way forward out of the shadows. Uh, seeing the already uh, the frightened front line here. Mm-hmm. We are all frightened. Yeah. Pretty scared. <laughs> Not going to lie. It's going to go ahead and uh, reach out with its hungering reach as it reaches Ooh. out its abnormally long, 10-foot-long arms oh, um, as it reaches no. out, literally with oh. reach, towards the front line. It's going to reach out towards uh, Nicolo and Lucia there. It's like Mama. Oof. That's actually a pretty apt description as far as the strangeness of this thing. Uh, so let's go ahead and start with, uh, we'll start oh, with Lucia. Oh, gods. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a good start. That's a natural one, then. <laughs> That is a 32 to hit. Oh, oh no, that criticals oh my me. God. Oh, gosh, golly. You're turned around fully to look at this one that just screamed before this other one's claw just digs into your back. Ugh. Striking you for, uh, sweet Jesus, is that correct? <laughs> that, you know it's bad when Rick is questioning the math. Mm. That is awful, Rick. Oh my god, that's terrible. That is 32 points of negative <sighs> energy damage as it rakes into Whoa. your back. I would like to pull my buff from uh, <sighs> from Tyrant's Grasp. Yes, our ovals, please. <laughs> I'd like one oval, please. Okay, thanks. Ow. That is a heck of a hit. That is oh my insane gosh. amount of damage. Uh, I'm going to need you to go ahead and make me a fortitude save also. Oh my god. Oh, <sighs> great. Oh, I'm. I rolled a two for a twelve. I'm gonna go ahead and hero point that because mm, that's probably okay. this is probably gonna be real bad. I'm reaching for the pink sticky notes. 
Oh. No, I rolled a three! One of those technically better, but not enough better. I now rolled Uh. a three for a 13. Uh. Oh, God. Uh, It was meant to be, apparently. I I don't accept that. I reject this reality (laughs) and replace it with my own. own. (laughs) Dude, that thing took a third of my hit points with one swing. That's nuts. That was a good swing. That was a real good swing. Just add this sticky note here. Don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, it's going to go ahead and take its second strike. Uh, All right. No. Okay, well, that's not nearly so bad. You don't reveal those, so we don't know. That is a 20. Yeah, I have a 21 right now, so that's a miss. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, you, you, you managed to, to get out of the way of that second swing after that first one rips through. Again, it doesn't even cause a physical injury so much as, like, your skin just becomes, like, pallid in this rake across your back and shoulder. As it seems to attempt to, uh, you know, almost cause this necrosis as the negative energy rolls through you. Bring us to uh, Cesare. Gracious. Who carries the party treasure? Is that Niccolo that has the backpack? I think it's Niccolo because he's the most earliest. Cesare is going to spend an action to give Raven two actions. Raven, get that holy water out of that backpack and throw it. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I and love then, the idea of, of a cat trying to throw a bottle. She huh? has the manual dexterity thing. She threw a rope a couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to use my other two actions to cast electric arc at this one that just ripped part of Lucia's soul from mm. her body. You can probably get two of them. Yeah, then I'll blast both of them. They need to yeah. make reflex saves. Yeah, they're within 25. Feet. Let me double check and see whether or not they have a uh, attack of opportunity. They do not, because you are within Yay. one of them's threatened reach. Mm-hmm. Fair. That is a natural one for one of those, so that's a nice. failure. There we go. However, that is a 35 for the other, Ooh. which is a critical success, critical success, I believe. Oh, dang. So I do 16 damage, so one of them takes 32 and one of them takes nothing. Mm-hmm. Minus whatever resistance they might have, but yeah. And then, like I said, Raven will, I guess, hop from me to Niccolo and spend her other action digging around in the bag. Mm. Uh, yeah, so she can leap onto uh, Niccolo's shoulder. Um, oh, she has I- the movement speed. Hello. Uh, uh, this is terrible. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's just, then just like, like cat butt in your face as she's perched on your shoulder, but then like <laughs> oh shoving her head and upper body into the It'd be comical if we weren't all dying right now. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone who has a cat knows exactly what that yep. is. It's like yep. cat butt right I by your face. I experience that every day when I'm working at my desk. Mm. I sometimes have to block cat butt from the webcam <laughs> so that people in my meetings don't see cat butt. That's <laughs> true. Yes, yeah, so Raven dives over there, water. jumps in there, begins to dig through there, and uh, in the meantime, yeah. you unless, unleash this arc of electricity that uh, avenges Lucia with a counter critical uh, in the form <laughs> of a critical failure. However, the uh, the one that initially frightened you, it's that like blast off over there and just like fling your arm in the other direction as a cat's launching off of your shoulder. Uh, unfortunately, ruins your aim and just uh, burns a hole through that moldy curtain over there. That's the end of my turn, and it should bring my frightened condition down to one, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bring us to Lucia. Okay, Lucia doesn't really want to, but uh, she's going to take a step around one of these, uh, I guess, tables with Hookah the hookahs tables? on them. Yeah. To step into uh, face-to-face contact with uh, the shadow that criticaled me. Very well. Um, it worst turns James out Bond movie ever. Looks down uh, at and you. Uh, I'm going to power attack. All right. To try to get some extra damage through this mm. thing. Okay. So you spring oh, forward, you belly. launch yourself to the attack. Attack? I rolled a four for a 20. Mm. A 20 will unfortunately not strike mm. the wretch ghost. Oh, I am not surprised, and thus Lucia is more frightened. 
I'll go ahead and increase that fright encounter to two willingly. I've increased it to two. I can increase it to three for you. Oh, I no. mean, bravo for the role playing, but uh, <laughs> I willingly take the frightened condition. I, I don't think that was role play so much as narration. <laughs> it was narration for what will inevitably be happening please. to me soon. Oh, man. Uh, yep, so Lucia springs forward uh, again. You're slipping and sliding on broken glass and uh, and pillows and pillows and shredded pillows because there's mm. like there's goose down everywhere um, as you stumble over here try to thrust out at this thing, but I mean that hit hurt. I think you said something about a third of your hit points. It was a good third of my hit points. <laughs> yes. Uh, that yes. brings us to Vittoria Scordato. Okay. Can you use a hand crossbow? It's a simple weapon. You should be able to. Okay, I'll give you mine on my Unlike, um, Unlike uh, first edition when it was an exotic weapon and therefore yeah. it would be equivalent <laughs> yeah. to like an advanced weapon. I think what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to use this holy water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I reach into my bag. I basically, you know, bite the cork off the holy water or do we just throw it and let it break? How does these work? I imagine you'll want to break or bite the cork off of this because it is incorporeal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yep. it's not going to oh, okay. break against the creature. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to then use the holy water. Okay. Oh. Oh, no, that's a two for a 16. <laughs> so a two for the 16 will unfortunately miss. Yeah. Um, it does not critically miss, which I believe mm. means that it does strike within an adjacent square. <laughs> okay. Huh. Um, so it will fortunately splash it for one point of damage. Okay. Yeah. It's better than nothing. Uh, so yeah, that was one action to retrieve it, another action to throw it. You still have an action remaining. Uh, I am going to run up behind Lucia for my last action because I have a feeling I'm going to need to be patching her up soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to mm-hmm. heal. Probably. But... Probably. Fix the wounds to my soul. I'm taking us from Vittoria yeah. to the other wretch ghost. Okay, I appreciate your faith in me, but I'm not loving my position. It'll glide its way out. Um, as you now have uh, two of them closing on one side, one of them oh, closing back on the other. third one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, yeah. There are so many. As that third one slips out, and uh, you know what? It's going to go ahead and use a quick two action for a quick uh, tormented scream as it rushes out and screams again. Um, I will need a will save from the party. Uh, Got a seven for a 21. Seven for a 21. All right. Lucia rolls a 10 for a 19. Okay. It's an improvement. Uh, Cesare rolls. What did I roll? I roll a 17 for a 27. 27. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say that's pretty good. I rolled a 15 again for a 27. Nice. All right. So very good. And Ross? Uh, fortunately, this time, Nikola rolls a 17 for a 26. Nice. Oh, nice. Here we go. Scare me once. <laughs> All right. So uh, that means that the only failure is Lucia. Woo. Oh, okay. And I'm out of hero points. Yep. Well, it didn't help last time. You're now frightened too again. Oh, oh, no. That is so rude. That is so Come rude. On. Do you know what I had to endure to get that to go down by one? <laughs> oh, Do you no. have any idea? A round. A round is what you had to endure. It's just the role play. It's the role playing, Jordan, there. It really, it really reinforced the dice <laughs> story. The dice, the dice are telling a story that Lucia is very scared of incorporeal things, apparently. Uh, that brings us to. Too many ghost stories Nicola. as a kid. All right. You well, feel let's a, see. a soft vibration, almost as if a, a, a sonic resonance coming through your hand. Uh, <laughs> the tolling bell smells blood. Or the this is exactly thereof. what it was made for, but uh, I am terrified right now. 
If you have a cavity, oh, you're fine. I know what they say about greatness thrust upon you, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> you, have a, you have a cat with you. She's, True. you know... Miklo's resisting the urge to just like grab onto her for like dear life. It's like, please help me feel better. Kitty. Fraser just holds her up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but she just tosses a bomb at them. It's like, ah. I mean, here's a holy uh, water. Enjoy. Oh, do I go after the one that Lucia's already injured, or do I try to help protect Adria on the other side because she's uh, got like two Adria on her? Two. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's there's not really a good option. Yeah, I'm like, I can always move. It's not the end of the world. <sighs> All right. I'm going to try for broke. Let's try this. So Nicola's going to start by taking a step uh, closer to the one that Lucia already hurt. No, no. The one that, sorry. Uh, Nicola takes a step closer to the one that Cesare already hurt. Uh, yeah. and, and then hurt tolling bell. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, come on. Don't fail me now. Oh, it fails me now. Save you don't call you your roll. shot until after the roll. Uh, we know this. That is a natural Jordan, one. Jordan, you are the king of jinxing dice rolls. I am the king of rolls. calling my shot and rolling a natural one. That's how I know we don't do it. But you still do it, so don't criticize Ross. Uh, <laughs> we're so bad. I am always the one that says, don't put the mojo out there because you just jinx yourself. You so keep that wait, crap in until I, you I roll. I can't say and it's going to fail because it will fail, but I also can't say it's going Correct. to succeed no, you wait until you roll, fail. and then you celebrate. <laughs> or crack. You just have to use the power of manifestation, Ross. You have to neg the dice. That's the key. I'm just going to argue. I don't think that was a manifestation. I think I was literally saying, I have no idea what's about to happen, but... I mean, that's fair. Uh, let's see. Let's try a second Rachel just strike, needs so. something to blame. Why not? Uh, I am superstitious cool. AF. Hey, that's much better. <laughs> uh, Nicolo's second attack goes in for a 17 for a 25. Does that strike? So you rush forward with that first swing. Um, again, this thing torn <laughs> apart, this uh, this horrible scream. Just as you're preparing to turn, you're like, okay, Adria's got that one. I'm going to go, oh, God, there's another one, as another one came <laughs> out of the shadows at you. There's so many of them. Your first swipe misses. However, you do catch it clear in the side as you bring in the back swing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, it feels uh, like getting here. <laughs> tolling Bell is a disrupting weapon. It is true. Which means I swing in for... All right, a grand total of 13 points of bludgeoning damage and three points of positive energy damage. Nice. Ouch. Hey, nice. Yes. It does That's not like need. that. Well, we don't care what it likes. <laughs> but we don't like that it's here messing with us. We, we could have helped it, but it decided to be all creepy and long-limbed and attack us. Maybe, maybe we'll get through this. Uh, Nikola's frightened condition lowers by one at the end of his turn. That is yeah, true. Yeah, hitting it helped. <laughs> yeah, that definitely you, you slam into this, confidence. you're like, oh, okay. You're like, oh, wait, yeah, I do have, like, I do have this ugly sin but awesome weapon as you slam this. <laughs> I believe it rings out in, the, yes. in the Holy Bong. Chime the moment I hit the thing. Yes, when it strikes an undead creature, the head of the morning star tolls like a church bell. Nice. As there's this <laughs> bong as you <laughs> slam into it. I like it. Everyone's frightened thing goes down by one. No. Um, <laughs> ah, if um, only. <laughs> I wish. If That'd be a cool only. ability. So that takes us from Niccolo uh, to the first shadow that emerged. <gasps> it's already let out its tormented howl. Good. So it's going to go ahead and turn its attention on Adria. Ah, well, not good. Because she is within that reach. I did shoot yeah, it one time. She put up a shield. I did sure. put up a shield. Uh, so it lashes out with its first attack. 
Ooh. I don't like that. 29. Okay, that ah. hits, but does not critical. Yikes. All right. As its claw reaches out, rakes into you, striking you for 14 points of negative energy damage. Ow. Yeah, I think I'll take it. I was like, I was going to use that, but then I can't use the shield again. It will then go ahead and strike a second time, since these are, uh, yeah, actually, they're not agile. Or they're, yeah, they're not agile. They're just finesse. Mm. Uh, that, however, is a 16 for its second swing. That misses. Uh, for its final action, it'll just pass through the wall to its side, um, gliding around, beginning to circle around Adria towards mm. the rest of the group. Uh, mechanically, it steps. Sure. Taking us I, from I the now. wretch ghost to Adria Sila. Fortunately, the ghost was too far away for me to help you, so sorry about um, that. You're fine. Adria did not enjoy any of that that just happened and is going to call on the divine power of nature uh, and cast a three-action heal. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, which will both heal and harm. Oh. Thanks, second edition. Yeah, sure. I think I'm going to go ahead and burn the third level one because these are scary. Fair. I mean, I'll take the healing. Two of them save, one of them fails. Cool. If they save, they get half of eight. Um, so if they four. fail, they take eight. All it's right. positive. And everybody else gets healed. Everybody else gets healed up for, uh, wow, a eight on 3d8. Eight. That's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty rough. A devastatingly that's... bad roll. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really upsetting. Yeah. I could have rolled yeah. a second level spell and probably done just as well. <laughs> Technically, there's a one in eight chance of doing that much with the first level spell. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. also true. <laughs> uh, so but sad. yeah, you, you present, uh, blasting off this, uh, this radius of healing power, but, uh, that takes us from Adria to the shadow that uh, Nicolo just struck. Mm-hmm. Come on, go after it Nicolo. Will... Yeah, that just that. I mean, yeah. Flipping hurt. I rang its bell. You <laughs> rang its bell. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here comes its claw. Um, it yep. reaches out with its hungering reach. Oh. Oh, that does remind me. Well, first off, uh, twenty-four to hit Nicolo. Uh, that hits me exactly. Uh, perfectly, because friend. I am still frightened. <laughs> yep. Uh, Dang it. Oh. Very well. Could I have free action drop my crossbow also? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, however, it digs its claws into Nicolo for 15 points of damage. Jeez. Ow. My God. Ugh. I will also need a fortitude save. I needed a fortitude save from Adria. I forgot to ask for that. And I also need a fortitude save now from Nicolo. All right. That was not great. Uh, Adria rolls an 18 for a 29 on her fortitude save. Nice. Uh, Nicola rolls a four for a 14 on his. Ow. Looks yeah. like we're going to be uh, uh, sticky note buddies. Yeah, sounds fun. Unfortunately, I can't liberating step myself. <gasps> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have uh, Guardian's deflection I could have used to turn <laughs> that uh, into a not hit. You uh, have to do I mean, it before? It's a plus two Fair circumstance enough. bonus to AC, which I assume would not affect the incorporeal that attack. Or would affect the incorporeal attack. There's no such thing as touch AC any longer. Yeah. Yay! All right, I'll out this time. Okay. Very well. The future, uh, thank you, benevolent GM. Yay! <laughs> yes, okay, thank you. So, yeah, it turns a triggering hit into a miss. All right, so uh, go ahead and give yourself those hit points back, and uh, I'll go ahead and shred this pink sticky note. All right, appreciate I'm it. shredding right. a sticky note for a good reason. God, thank you, <laughs> Chia. today. <laughs> As Nicholas, ah, God. I'm going to get punished very hard for saying that. You hey, you know what? I really appreciate the, it. The bad luck gods. And you know what he hasn't done? Screamed in your face. Oh, uh, so oh, oh, oh. Howling scream, and I will need a uh, a will save from the Very party. Well. Oh, right. nuts. My will save is so low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, oh, my no. will save is not low, but I rolled bad. 
Oh, You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I think we're all scared now. Six for a 20. failed that one. All right, let's uh, let's go to a quick round table. Six for a 20. Jordan? Three for an 11. Oh. Mm. Right. Four for a 14. Mm. <laughs> got a four for a 16. Ow. And I got a seven for a 17. We're spooked. That is a... Yep. That is a failure across the board and a critical failure from Lucia. Don't be so happy. There's a Frightened 2, Frightened 2, Cesare's back up to Frightened 2, Frightened 2, and a Frightened 3 for Lucia as this thing screams in your face after taking a hit from what you're understanding is the weapon designed specifically to deal with these things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh, That's what they golly. Said, right? I think I think it's probably because your rapier reaches out there, you parry that blow at the last second, just reaching somehow, out your weapon. Somehow, by the way, I somehow parry the incorporeal attack. Knocking it free, mm. and it turns straight towards you and screams in your face, <laughs> and it's just like, It's nope, one of those things where, like, nope. her hair blows back, and, like, like, like How the is force. this possible? It's incorporeal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the creepy ghost in the light. Library from Ghostbusters. Sure. Jeez. Ectoplasm just sprays all over Lucia. <laughs> uh, that brings us to Cesare. So Cesare gives one of his actions to Raven for two actions. Um, uh-huh. So sh- she finishes pulling out the vial and can throw it, right? Yes, she can throw the vial. <laughs> so she kind of springs up on uh, Nicolo's shoulder, sticks like hooks one claw into the cork on top, uncorks it, and begins spraying it like mad. Oh, <laughs> come on. Just cause, can I use a hero point to reroll for Raven? Because yeah, that was real bad. Technically, it's considered one of your rolls. Okay, then I will do that. <laughs> yeah. Fair oh enough. My. Let's go. That's much better. 13 for a 17. A 17. Uh, 17's not going to hit your target. Yeah. Because there's no that's touch what, AC I in second edition. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It does one point of True. damage. True. You still heard it. Yeah. So, yeah, water's flying around everywhere as Raven is, like, poofed up to twice her normal size. <laughs> Popping sideways back and forth on Nicolo's back before spraying this thing. <laughs> I don't need the water. However, still managing to damage the creature for one point of damage. One point. And then Cesare will cast Electric Arc between the two, the one that's right in front of Nicolo and then the one that's kind of floated off in the corner by Vittoria. Okay. All right. They get to make reflex saves. Uh, so the good news is um, the one in front of Nicolo fells, uh, just regular fells. The bad news is the one uh, by Adria critically succeeds a second time. I hate time. that guy. Jeez. That well, I do, 11, I do 11 points of damage. All right. Nice. And that's the end of Cesare's turn. Uh, yep. So you sear into one. The other one manages to get out of there. And then uh, again, there's this this crackling arc of electricity that flashes through the room as Chessery tries to uh, collect himself, but these things keep screaming and terrifying him. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Raven, by extension. Oh, poor kitty. You know, that empathetic bond between master and familiar. Bring us to Lucia. Nicolo, you have a cat for the rest of the fight because I'm not <laughs> wait, I'm, I'm not going to use another action to bring her back. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, Lucia, having reached Frightened 3, is going to turn into just die, just die, just die mode. And I'm going to stab three times, uh, even though it's a pretty unlikely chance that I'll hit on the third one, or maybe even the second one. I mean, frantic stabbing does feel appropriate for a frightened person. (laughs) Yes. Here we go. I roll a natural one for 15. I said I was going to get punished, and I was immediately and swiftly brought down low. Uh, <laughs> that will automatically miss your target. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my god. Roll a five for a fourteen. 
I'm afraid that's not much better. So, An we, 18 we for a 22. Set into the point that she just hyperventilates and passes out because <laughs> I, know, I feel right? like in real life that's what would happen. <laughs> a 22 will strike your foe. Yay! Oh, yes. oh my god! As See, as you the third, well the third hit, and that's the one that hit. It's all about oh negative god. dice. All right, damage. That one had a negative 11, I believe. <laughs> that was a. Uh, that was a uh, four, plus four bonus to, to roll yeah. to hit. Uh, that is 10 points of piercing damage. I ha do have a plus one striking rapier, so there's that. All right. It's still going, but um, no. it's yeah. looking wispy. Oh, okay. Non-descriptive, but okay. <laughs> uh, taking us from there to Vittoria. All right, Vittoria, I threw my crossbow on the ground. I, mm, <laughs> the Winch's magic. Revenge? <laughs> I named it. I named it last episode. Okay. <laughs> Uh, how how uh, hurt is Lucia at the moment? Uh, I'm gonna I am heal down again. Twenty four hit points. Do you do you? Should I hold off then? Uh, if it critical me twice, I would be in pro in danger. But uh, I won't even say. Okay, it. I would like Victoria to do one of those cool maneuvers where she like uh, kicks the butt of the crossbow and it like pops up into her hands. I feel like I'm dexterous enough to make that happen. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I was gonna say it's still an action, so hey. That is, yeah, you that is the my action. Of it flies up. You're so you're so terrified that a pillow goes flying across the room and smacks one of the ghosts in the face. And by that, I mean flies through a ghost. Uh, yeah. I, I so anyway, I I kick the the hand crossbow. I um, and point it at the uh, wretch in front of Nicolo, and I load it, shoot it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all three actions. Teamwork. Come on. Whoo! Whoo! That was almost a one, but I got a lucky 13 for a 25. <laughs> a 25 will hit your foe, actually. What? Having recently edited that episode, I believe you actually are pursuing a lead on these because you asked about pursuing a lead on the sound that you heard on the other side of the door that freaked out Vittoria. Oh! Which is actually these things. It's the only corporeal <laughs> ghostly thing. You can recognize the, whisp the whimpering, whispering, Howling of uh, of pain and the uh, the oh. bloodied fists that you yes, heard uh, pounding on the doors oh. as being one of these creatures. So, so you get I your will lie to uh, the extra damage is precision. It's just a bonus yeah, for the to hit, I believe, at that point. Uh, yeah, at that point you use your intelligence instead of dexterity. Yeah, so you're, nice. you're slightly more accurate. However, the extra damage is precision. So okay, so two d six of piercing damage. Let's see, that is a striking rune. Wow, it is a plus one striking hand crossbow. Uh, yeah, so that would be go. five points of damage. All right. It sadly does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's magic, though. It's it's magic means that it it's doesn't get double five. resistance. Yeah, no. which means yeah. it would have had resistance 10, and there's very little chance of you doing any, enough damage for that. Yeah, so unfortunately you do hit center of mass, but uh, yeah, you're not even positive if these bolts are going to do much of anything to these things. Great. I mean, if you roll higher than a three and a two on your D6s. It's true. Yeah. I mean, if, if it is a five and you roll an average of seven, which would technically be average on two D6, then yeah. Better than none. Going from uh, Vittoria, we go to the other shadow. Uh, hello, friend. Let's go ahead and attack Adria. <sighs> so strikes out at the druid. That is a 26. All right, that hits, but does not critical. Uh, clawing into Adria for 16 points of negative energy damage as it Golly. breaks across you. Jeez. Uh, it strikes a second time. Yeah, we don't love this thing. Uh, that, however, is a 14, which I do not believe will hit. Definitely not. Um, I wiggle out of the way of that one. 
Yeah, it's gonna go ahead and full on. It's gonna go ahead and full on move up. Ah! Uh oh. As it closes forward, uh, trying to box all of you in. Uh, although, again, you can't tell if it's attempting to do that maliciously or if it is so crazed out of its mind in desperation. Because, again, it almost feels like it's pawing at you, like desperately grabbing at you for some mm-hmm. sort of relief from its suffering um, and almost killing you in the process. Mm. Taking us from it knows the, not what it does. the wretch to Nikola. Mm. God, so many of these things. Uh, I will try to strike the one in front of me first. Let's see how that works. Uh, that it. is an 11 for a 24. Ooh, nice. A 24 will strike your foe. All Excellent. Right. Ooh, nice. All right. Okay. Uh, that is 13. Well, yeah, that is 13 points of bludgeoning damage and three points of positive energy damage. Nice. The tolling bell slams okay. into nice. the center of the mass of this thing. There is a reverberating gong sound as it hits and almost seems to cause the creature to almost literally explode under the impact of it uh, as it dissipates into nothingness being scattered into uh, bits of floating mist and vapor that quickly dissipates into ethereal nothing. Thank goodness. All right, now only we have to do that two more times now. (laughs) Good work. Good job, Nicholas. Keep it going. Oh, God. Nicholas steps uh, next to Cesare and Vittoria. All right. And for my third action, because I am a champion, I'm going to cast Lay on Hands on the creature next to me. Oh. Okay. Oh. Uh, which will mean that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. So um, Nikola reaches out with his hand. You have to allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, technically speaking, at any point, I could just say your god's not happy with you. You lose your powers. <laughs> but I mean, I, that is true. Yes, do not taunt the GM. <laughs> Uh, the creature does need to make a fortitude save. All right, and we'll go ahead and attempt that fortitude save. It's mm, not great damage. Ooh, uh, that, however, is a critical failure. Oh, Ooh, nice. nice. Okay. All right, so that Double. is normally eight, so I suppose 16 points of positive damage. Nice. Uh, as this creature also takes a minus two status penalty to armor class for one round. Ooh. Ooh. All right, all right. All right, Milani. <laughs> Please watch over us. Oh, I gods. think she might be. As there's a uh, pulse of energy as you reach out, grab onto this thing, it rolls through it. Uh, oh, also, I need a fortitude save from uh, Adri as well. Oh, right. Yes, that's my life. Uh, 17 for a 27. Okay. You're good at those fortitude saves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that brings us back around to the top of round three. It's been a very eventful uh, 12 seconds so far. Yeah. <laughs> 12 seconds. It feels like so it's many more seconds. It's the longest 12 <laughs> seconds ever. Yeah, they're vicious, voracious creatures. Go ahead and slide into that flank and oh, attack no. Adria. Oh, no. We're not loving it. We're not loving it at all. That is a 28, which I believe Ooh. is a critical hit against your oh, flanked no. AC. Oh, that no. That is, and I am going to use a reaction for storm <laughs> retribution because F this guy specifically. <laughs> nice. For criticaling me. I was waiting for you to say, it's like, I'm going to use a reaction to turn into a ferret and run under this I don't have such a thing, (laughs) but I do have F off, here's some lightning in your face, which is what I'm going to do instead. Okay. Uh, The the one that just hit me gets a reflex save. All right. I think it's the one that's weirdly good at reflex saves. It is. So far, who knows? Uh, That's a 28, so it's not a critical success this time. Good. (laughs) It's going to take half. All right. Fair enough. 
So it can feel free to take half of 19 electricity damage. Ooh, that's still pretty nice. effective. And yeah. then it can, you know, murder me or whatever it's doing. <laughs> I can do nothing except like, you shock have permission it a little to bit. try to murder me. Go ahead. <laughs> well, it's gonna roll its critical damage and it's gonna hurt. And as okay. a reaction, Nicolo calls out upon the power of Milani. <laughs> we love it. Protector. All right. So that reduces the damage by eight at least. Oh, right. Nice. Can I do else? I can step as a free action. Yes, you may also step as a free action. Sure. All right. And then Adrian will step out of this flank. Flank, at least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think oh, I still take good the damage. Before, it would have been 24 points of negative energy damage. <laughs> so uh, eight fewer is is nice. That's only 16. It's preferable, yes. Yeah. I will take it. It's no longer half of your current health. I will take it. I am liking liberating stuff. Uh, liberating stuff so good. It's quite nice. Uh, just lost the flank. Oh. Um, it's actually going to turn its attention from Adria uh, since Nicolo is whipping around with that big old mm. magical undead destroying mace. Uh, as it turns and lashes out at the rogue, that is a natural one. That is a critical miss. Nice. That will not hit me. Yes. Unfortunately, miss. misses. Uh, bring us to Adria. Um, Adria is going to cast another three action heal. All right. You call up once again upon uh, divine power. Let's hope it's a little better than We're in the, the second one. level this time. Um, great. Yeah, they, they get basic fort saves, um, but everyone else gets 15 healing. I'll take it. I will also take it. All right, looks like I got a 22 and a 13. So it looks like that's one pass, one fell. One takes seven and one takes 15. Oh, and Adrian's just done with this. Yeah, things are pretty hard. Yeah, you've uh, you've managed to injure both of them as you blast off another channel of uh, positive energy. However, they're continuing to press forward, uh, healing yourself up from some of this injury. But yep, I'm still not feeling great, but I'm feeling better than it was. I was going to say it's two steps forward, one step back as we go from Adria to Cesare. There's one right next to you. Speaking of one step back. <laughs> Off towards the side, you can see uh, Raven on Nicolo's, you know, shoulder, just like grabbed onto his shoulder pauldron and swiping with her paw angrily <laughs> at it. Angry, angrily and terrified at it. Which <laughs> one is more hurt? Honestly, it's, Coin they're toss? within a few hit points of one another. All right, well then I'm going to use a three action magic missile on the one right in front of me. Fair Point enough. shot. Mm-hmm. Very well. Just please die. So it can take nine points of force damage. 11 math. 11 points of uh, force damage. Yay. Nice. Okay. That's a good hit. That is a powerful hit, and that does get yeah. straight through its uh, resistances. It was a hit. A very, very palpable, palpable hit. hit. As uh, three purple shards shred if into this thing. I think my frightened goes away. Yep. You are no longer afraid. Yay. They might fix that in a minute. Oh, God. Um, that takes us from... Quit it. Shazray to <laughs> Lucia. Quit yelling. Lucia wants to say, Vittoria, would you swap places with me? But it comes out, Vittoria, switch with me! <laughs> <laughs> I feel sure. And she doesn't look sure. <laughs> she, she looks, looks frightened three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm frightened two right now. I'm a little frantic. <laughs> I will delay and let Vittoria get out of my way. <laughs> All right. So Lucia delays. Vittoria Scordato. Uh, I guess Vittoria will uh, step out of the way. Okay. I may try to treat wounds on you first. Uh, actually, I'm not down that much now. Between oh. the, the heels that Adria's been throwing out. Okay. All right. Adria's um, the one that's down now. Yeah, I'm hurt, yeah. but I'm over, I'm also not. I'm probably okay. 
I wouldn't move into the flank to heal yeah, her. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I'm going to then uh, duck behind uh, Nicolo. Fair. Sounds like pull a, plan. a, a Furiosa where I load my crossbow, put it on his shoulder, and shoot. Nice. <laughs> nice. The, the non-Raven side. Yes, the non-Raven side. clear. I'm not a stabilizer. <laughs> you are today. You do that quite easily, considering that these these tables are like a foot off the ground. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Maybe I'll get lucky. That's an 11 for a 23. A 23 will strike your foe. All right. Maybe I can nice. do a little better on the damage rolls this time. You can't do it. Come on. Well, that is a tiny bit. points of damage. You lightly nick, I believe you said the one <laughs> fighting Adria. The one fighting Adria. Okay. Very well. You lightly nick it. <laughs> As the bolt sells through it. Uh, clanks onto the other side. <laughs> this is that's the problem. Is uh, if you're a precision-based character, incorporeal still sucks. Yeah, yeah. I can't really do a whole lot. There's not really a, you know a, a formed being for me to really target organs. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, are you? But, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, feasibly next turn you could start trying to like recall knowledge or something like that. See if there's yeah. any sort of weaknesses or anything you guys could use. No. It's apparently not holy water. They're very good at dodging holy water. <laughs> no, we just that's more dodging. <laughs> You're all very scared. <laughs> We're all very it's true. scared. And they're very uh, dodgy. from Vittoria to Lucia. Do you wish to re-enter the, re-enter I the initiative? I do wish to re-enter the initiative. Uh, Lucia will step forward into the flank with Adria. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to stab this ghost twice. All right. That is a five for a 20. A 20 will just strike your foe as you spring uh-huh. into the flank and thrust forward. There I'll we take go. It. All right. That is 13 points of piercing damage. You slice into it, continuing to uh, thrust that's still going. It's uh, this, again, it's that you stab into it and it's like stabbing mist. Mm. You're trying your best not to go all the way through it and hit Adria on the other side. Oh, God. Uh, okay, uh, second roll is a 14 for a 24. That nice. will also strike your foe. Nice damage. Uh, 13 points of damage again, because apparently uh-huh. that's the number I'm going to roll. Lucky number 13 tonight. Still slicing into it. It is still going, but you have managed to uh, to injure it for another 16 points of damage. Yeah. You're in there scrambling nice. those shadow eggs. <laughs> I don't know. Just whipping, just whipping the sword inside of them the and yeah. taking the shadow and just smushing it that's up. That's kind of where I was at. <laughs> I guess that's one way to put it. Scrambling those eggs. <laughs> All right. That brings us to the other shadow, uh, which we'll go ahead and use a two action to scream again. Oh, hell. Uh, Vittoria and Adria are actually immune to this still because they made the save previously against this one. Uh, oh, However, okay, cool. um, Lucia and Niccolo and Cesare. All right. Go ahead and give me a will save. Oh, oh come yeah. on. I mean, I failed regardless. I've definitely <laughs> failed, yeah. <sighs> you thought you were going to not be scared? All right. I roll a three for a 12. Three for 12. I roll a 17 for a 28. Okay. And Nicola rolls a five for a 15. The good news is Lucia only filled it by nine. So she is not frightened three again. <laughs> I'm oh, still frightened again, you. everybody. My God. Oh, my gosh. Why? It's the fear effect that never ends. It is, truly. The fact they can do this all the time is very supremely unfair. <laughs> you just need to pass one time. I know, but I'm incapable. I'm a fighter. It will then go ahead and turn its claws on Cesare. Oh, that's bad. Uh, lashing out with its clawed ten- tendrils with a 29 to hit the wizard. Jeez. That's, uh, well, no, now that I'm not frightened, I have an AC of 22, so it's not almost a critical. <laughs> oh, that's but good. it does get me. 
God, Frightening Second Edition is so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually, I didn't roll too great on that one. It only strikes you for 10 points of damage good. as it claws into you. All right. Good. Although percentage-wise for Cesare, that's a lot more of his... I think that's like a quarter of his health, but... <laughs> wizard. Yeah. Uh, as it viciously claws into Cesare, continuing to scream, desperately grab at him. Go ahead and bounce me that fortitude save for me, if you will. Oh, no. You're an elven wizard. Nope. <laughs> I rolled three for an 11. <laughs> three for an know. 11. Go ahead and... Uh, Unless Jordan's going to pull a reaction out of his butt again. <laughs> no, I, she's not in, in base-to-base contact Niccolo, with me. what about you? I <laughs> used liberating step earlier, so sadly I don't have two reactions. <laughs> oh, that was still this round. Yep. <laughs> it hasn't looped back around to me yet. Swing of Nicola. Hey! That, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> now As I you're can watching do it. Cesare get shredded by this <sighs> thing. Gods. Gods. Lucia seems to have started to get a grip on herself before that thing screamed. I'll try to attack the one that attacked Cesare just a moment ago first. Okay. And I think Niklo was also starting to get a grip on himself before that thing screamed in his face. I was starting to. Hey, that's a there 19 for a 32, though. Get a 32 yes. will critically strike your foe oh, as you yeah. bring the mace around Woo. and lash out at it. Do they just sorry, automatically disappear on a critical? <laughs> I wish. Uh, well, there is... Um, I think there is something that happens on a critical. Wait a second. Uh, On a critical hit, the undead is also enfeebled one. Yep. And that is a grand total of 22 points of damage on the critical. Ouch. Uh, You know what? Uh, No, actually, I I do have access to the critical specialization effect. I could technically push it out of the flank, but I don't really want to do that. So (laughs) I think I won't. I won't. All right. Oh... That is, however, enough to finish it Woo-hoo! as there is another curling blast of energy uh, as you shred through a second creature. Very well. Uh, then I will attack the remaining one. Yes, <laughs> as I am still standing next to it. Yep. Yeah. So you turn your attention on the remaining one, whip back around. Ooh, that is a five for a 13. A 13 will not it. strike your foe, unfortunately. Ugh. At this point, I am actually just going to raise my shield because I don't really think that with the minus two on top of the minus ten, I'm likely to hit this thing. Okay. You bring up your shield, bringing us back around to the shadow. And he doesn't like being in that flank. <laughs> uh, so he's going to go ahead and start with a step. A little slide to the side there. However, Adria doesn't seem to be as much of an immediate threat as uh, flipping Nicolo over there. Um, so yeah, turns his, uh, his reaching claws out at Nicolo. Grasping hungrily. Mm. Ross's lucky day. That is a natural one that will not, <laughs> sh- not strike his All right. Uh, follows that up with a second swipe. So just for all of your edifications, um, that was my first one. That is a second natural one. <laughs> which will critically miss a second time. <laughs> so got oh, three natural ones or four on geez. Ross tonight. We'll take them. We'll take them. My yes, God. Yes, we will take them all. It appears the foundry dice are also Nikola fans. <laughs> okay, fair Either enough. Either that or it's just Raven on your shoulder, but that's never seemed to have that effect for Cesare, so. <laughs> just, God. Uh, you can't keep Raven. I, I'm, I'm not going to. <laughs> that brings us She'll to She'll be back safe and sound. <laughs> Once she's oh, puffed God. down a little bit. <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing I'm wearing heavy armor because this would really hurt right now. It's like, ah, cat claws. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, uh, is going to start uh, by calling just some more lightning. Lightning seems to work pretty well. Uh, I'm going to cast another Tempest Surge on our friend here so uh, they can go ahead and make a reflex save. All right. 
get a reflex save there. Yeah, these dice have turned on me. Yeah, uh, that I'll is a 20. For you. A 20 fails, thankfully. So they're going to go ahead and take full damage on this. Ouch. And uh, they will be clumsy two for a round, and they will take one persistent electricity damage. Uh, well, nice. we'll worry about that as it explodes <laughs> under the burst <laughs> of electricity Yay! and uh, right. uh, scattered into bits. As, uh, <sighs> I suppose all of you take a moment to, to pant, look over these uh, horrible creatures, wonder what all those fortitude saves for. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> It'll pick it up here next time. Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> sticky noted in, I think, <laughs> all three games right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Thank you all uh, for, for listening. Thank rough. you for joining us today. Thank you, of course, as always, to our patrons for their continued patronage and support. Uh, Absolutely. Because of your your financing us that we can have these uh, these ridiculous fights against these custom creatures <laughs> that I had to adapt. And according to everything I looked at, they seem to be on. I was really worried at the beginning because I was like, these are custom creature. Hmm. 32 points of damage on the very first attack roll that yeah, they rolled. Yeah, that was not a good opener. For a that but was scary. <laughs> they proved to be balanced in the end. In the end, <laughs> I think, yeah. I felt sufficiently challenged. Yeah. There you go. I felt sufficiently useless. <laughs> <laughs> Thus, you were sufficiently challenged. <laughs> Everyone's that way at some point. You just found out today that apparently you say. get to roll for every secret door you walk by. <laughs> that's so. pretty, yeah, pretty that's cool. true. I guess uh, that balances it out. <laughs> yes, we've balanced the scales now. But yes, we do want to take an opportunity to, of course, thank all of our patrons for their continued support. Um, it is wonderful. We have had a, uh, an amazing outpouring of support recently that we have very much enjoyed. Um, so if you are not a patron, you're interested in becoming a patron, you can do so by going to our Patreon. You can find the link to it in the description for this episode, or you can just go to patreon.com backslash find the path ventures and, uh, and kind of support us there and join us uh, for if you like undead, if you like incorporeal undead. Uh, there's a whole lot of them <laughs> over on our Tyrant's Grasp actual play. Uh, I mean, coming out of the walls, wrong. quite literally. God. So uh, I would go over there and check that out if you're wanting to uh, to have something fun and enjoyable to listen to. In the meantime, though, we do want to thank a couple of our patrons by name. Yeah. And uh, I'll go ahead and kick this off. And uh, I would like to thank Mark Wacken. So thank, thank you, Mark. Mark. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. And I would like to thank Aaron Einhorn. Einhorn. Oh, nice. Einhorn. Oh, nice. That's a good last he name. or yeah. she is a unicorn. <laughs> the magical unicorn. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. And I would like to thank Christopher Jack, who I just imagine is the pirate version of Christopher Robin. Ooh, yes. Ooh. Thank you, Christopher. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yes, so thank, thank you, Christopher. I appreciate any of those two first names people. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I would like to thank Brian. I'm going to go with Doan. Doan. Doan, 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 maybe. Yeah, I could say. If it's like I Sloan, I would think Doan. Yeah, yeah, depends on where you're from. Yeah. Either I way, try. thank you, Brian, for yes, your support. Thank you, Brian. We thank appreciate you. it, Brian. Thank you. Pay him money right. so we can butcher your names. <laughs> <laughs> we try very hard. I have another one of the illustrious Stevens. I have uh, uh. a thank you to Stephen Goodenow Jr. Oh, Goodenow Jr. Mm. Yes. So prestigious. Thank you, Stephen. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, and I would like to go on ahead and shout out to Mark Stewart. Uh, so we appreciate your support, Mark. Yes, also, yes. I like the last name Stewart. If you <laughs> <listen> <laughs> to yes. also yes. two Marks in one episode. Yes, uh -huh. also. Yeah. Sure, must must kind of throw them every time that it's like Lady Stewart's my wife or mother. <laughs> <laughs> every time I'm like Lady Stewart. <laughs> Goodness. Thank you. And Mark. of course, we do want to take an opportunity to thank our uh, fifty dollars tier patrons, our Find the Path tier patrons. 
Uh, those do include Andrew Miller and her, Braden Worrell, Eric and Lisa Junker, Gary S., Ian Date, Jessica Vetterly, Jim C., Joshua Saldana, Kevin Etterfay, Louis Ellis, Siren Roll, and TJ Khan. Thank you Ooh, all thank for you. your thank support. Thank you very much. Yes, we thank appreciate you. it. And check back here uh, next time to see... Uh, what happens with all those fortitude saves? What happens with all those fortitude saves? Oh, no. I could sneak into his office and look at the post-it, but sometimes he doesn't write what they are. Just a uh, name. Also, mm. sometimes oh, my no. handwriting's terrible. And until <laughs> next time, I know good that luck, pain. Pathfinders. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. bye, bye. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. So many rounds of Frightened. It's true. <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash findthepath. So I'll let you guys in on a uh, behind-the-scene uh, uh, funny anecdote, because I'm always oh, no. happy to laugh at myself. Oh. So I had a start there, like, I, I don't know, it was about, I think it was about 15 minutes ago now. Let me see if I can pan mm. that down some. My teacup broke. Oh, Ooh. my God. Oh. What? So, like, there's just tea here and all over me. So it's just like, I'm going to finish this fight. Oh, no. oh, no. That's what I get for buying oh. Amazon teacups, apparently. Oh, jeez. Wow. Sorry, wow. It just, the thing broke the rest of the cup somewhere it fully just desk, snapped i was like oh, you know what i'm not gonna stop yeah the handle broke off but how i don't know i've only had this i guess thing it for just like wasn't that that's strong. called bad ceramics yeah, yeah. Wow. reach out and see about that but uh yeah. that's crazy. like hey i had this for a week and the handle broke off jesus i'm now covered yeah. in tea thank you very much <laughs> yeah okay all right well i'm i'm soaking wet and cold so i'm going yeah <laughs> that's fine <laughs>